Welcome to WTTS In Conversation. I'm Matt Pelser. Before we start, a big thank you to our sponsor, Indigo. Do you have what it takes to be an Indigo coach operator? They offer competitive pay and outstanding benefits. Drive our city and your career forward by visiting indigo.net and applying today. I almost didn't do this interview. It, it was close, and here's why. As you'll hear at the beginning, I was sick. I felt so ill that morning that I almost called it off. Uh, but by the afternoon, I felt a little better. And had Tim not been such a good conversationalist, this talk might not have seen the light of day. But as you'll hear, Indiana's own Strand of Oaks is such a people person that I immediately felt better as soon as we started talking. We talked about him briefly taking over the band Magnolia Electric Company following the death of his good friend and fellow indie musician Jason Molina uh, just shy of 10 years ago. Uh, his acting work as well. If you're a fan of the show Mayans MC or anything else Sons of Anarchy adjacent, maybe you've seen him on screen. And later, we talk a little about his love of Reebok pumps, of all things. So let's get to it. This is me and Goshen's own Timothy Showalter, better known as Strand of Oaks. What's going on, Tim? Hey, how you doing? It's uh, really dark here. Is that okay? No, it's fine. We don't need video. We just Wait. need the audio. And thank you so much for doing this. That means the world. I really, really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Uh, I'm going to level with you, though. I got the flu. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I think I'm feeling a lot better today, but I, I I know you can talk, so I think we'll be just fine. There's never a problem. Sometimes it's a the only problem is like stopping the engine once it starts <laughs> with me talking. It's kind of like uh, it's like perpetual motion sometimes. <laughs> I I feel that I understand, but I feel like. I feel like we're kindred spirits. Um, I was listening to an interview with you and you were talking about walking all over the place. And man, I tell you, if I could just wake up in the morning, walk all day and go to bed, I might die with a smile on my face. Do you find that time? And it's like, I don't know if it's like a lesser than runner's high, but there is like the stages of my walking where all my anxiety is with me. The first maybe 15, 20 minutes, there's just this heavy blanket of what we all go through in life but then there, it just kind of quietly fades and then especially towards the end it's like you know because it's a it's like a patient exercising you know because you have to you can't like get a lot you have to kind of carve out time yeah you know, it's especially if you want to do anything healthy you know so i it's it's great like my wife and i we we do what we especially over the pandemic we were going like two or three times a day like that was she said that was me going on tour because <laughs> I would, she wanted to get exercise and I was so much missing talking to people and connection that every neighbor I knew, and she was like, Tim, we can't stop at every house and talk about their succulents. Like you have to walk, <laughs> like you can't just do this. But it was, yeah, it was definitely, a, it was like, because I, I I can't really I'm not capable of running. I had some weird joint problems as a younger kid, and like it's still just the best way for me to. What I, I walk all the time, even when I'm not outside. Like I just pace constantly, and it's it just helps so much for me to like. I guess it's tactile learning. Like I, my brain activates when I'm moving. Yeah. And when I'm sitting, I'm basically like useless. <laughs> like you know. Is it always, is it always like sidewalk walking? Do you hike as well? It's like, I, in Austin, it's, I quickly learned, like I've lived in Austin for like three years and it's, it's kind of 
unique for me now to live in a place where like weather is intimidating. Like, <laughs> yeah, if I was like hike in August, there's a real life threatening chance of like going out in the daytime. So like I, we always, I do like, I get a lot of nature and I wake up really early. So like, I'll either, you know, get out. There's like the green belt in Austin that I like to walk or like our neighborhood actually is kind of endless. So we can just walk forever there. I mean, it's, it's good for the mind. It's good for the body, but yeah, the issue is I need to learn how to use it as exercise and not like talk to every single person in the world and stop and like, you know, like, <laughs> I just, I mean, it's part of what I am. You know, I, I, I've kind of accepted that. Like I'm, I just am like a person that is always reaching out. I tell my wife, like, I want to, and it doesn't really bother me. Like, but I always try and get a hello out of somebody and especially, you know, like, and if they don't send it back, that's all right. Cause I'll say hi to like 50 more people on that day. But it's like, I feel like I've played a guitar solo. If someone I'd pass by in a walk hadn't smiled for a few times and then like i get a smile out of it. it's just it's the same kind of feeling then huh yeah it's the best <laughs> <laughs> so can you oh well okay let's go back to indiana so when you subbed in for uh jason molina on uh with yeah. magnolia electric company after he passed i mean all those guys were from indiana right it was the largest collection of hoosiers on the road like we were in europe doing it and we had even the writer, Erin Osmond, was with us, and she wrote the biography on Jason Molina, and she's from Evansville. Yeah. So it was just like a waterfall of Hoosiers hitting <laughs> the road. And and I, I have this, I, I, I'll, I'll edit it out to be more language appropriate, but um, we had a Dutch tour manager who was just like the most wonderful curmudgeon you've ever met. Just a, <laughs> He was a super nice guy, but just a curmudgeon. And at one point he turned around when he was driving or, you know, like we were in the van and he said, you're all so nice. <laughs> it was just like, he couldn't handle it. Like we were just. And what's I mean, wrong with that just doesn't compute with people like us, right? They don't quite get it because I, I just, I think there's a, and even in, cause I, you know, over not being able to travel for for years, like the lifeblood of the niceness of Indiana people I, I, I missed severely. And like, even just landing in the airport uh, yesterday, someone came up and just said something nice to me. And I was like, you wouldn't happen to be from Indiana, would you? <laughs> and she was like, actually I am. And ah! I was like, I'm not surprised. That's perfect. <laughs> and it's, it goes back to, you know, we all know it, but you know, Kurt Vonnegut and Cat's Cradle was like, it's impossible to group humans except Hoosiers. Like you can't, <laughs> You can't break that bond of anywhere I go in the world. I light up when I'm just like, wait a second, you're from Indiana too? Okay, let's. now we got something to talk about. You mentioned Vonnegut. Are you going to go to the library? I haven't been ever. And I haven't even seen, I've only driven past the mural once. And like, it was just, because he is, I mean, I I don't know. I feel like my music is is like as influenced by Kurt Vonnegut as it is music. Yeah. You know, like just his, his Kurt, like what, what Vonnegut did was he somehow added the weight of life and the true embrace of like existentialism with humor. <laughs> and, you know, I think that's a cultural trait that a lot of people I know and grew up with had where it's like, I'm not denying the fact that it's tough, but it's just like, well, 
that's just how it goes. You know, it's like, that's what you got to do. It's <laughs> tough sometimes. And, you know, we're not living in denial, but, and you kind of have to shrug it off. Like, yeah, it's tough. It's just tough. And I got to wake up tomorrow anyways and still do this. And, you know, I think that's, it's been an asset in life, especially pursuing a creative life. You kind of need to have that perspective to survive this industry. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I want to go back to Jason Molina a little bit. I mean, I, I know it's a, it's it's hard to talk about him. I know that you're that you have this reverence for him, and 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 really anyone who has heard his music has really been touched by him. Um, yeah. Do you ever, having played some of his songs and having played with that band, do you ever do one of his songs at one of your shows? Um, to be completely honest, it's I have before. But I feel it's a difficult thing for me because I, I like his music is so intertwined in my life. And I do the song JM and I even felt I had to get over imposter syndrome when I was doing that tour. Right. Because I just kept thinking, what am I doing here? Like I can't. I, and I, I, it was a difficult tour simply because I had to like find acceptance that I was in that role. You know, there's just because people's heroes were Bruce Springsteen and they're, you know, he's a hero of mine too, but my hero was someone that obviously wasn't as big as Bruce Springsteen, but he means as much in my life as Bruce Springsteen. So there's a reference and I, I mean, it's a long answer, but I do sometimes, but I, I never know what song to do because it's like, yeah. I used to be the lioness sometimes, but I mean, I'll tell you this right now. I have the most difficult time remembering lyrics that aren't my own. Mm. So I, I have to be in this position where I've got to write them out in really big font. And <laughs> I, I just, it's like, I know them, but I have, have this like disconnect where I, I get insecure of like, I know the lyrics in my head, but the second I get on stage and it's not my song, like I have this panic of like, do I know the lyrics? I don't know if I do. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that JM, man, that's a heavy one. I, I, I love that one. You've been closing yeah. that one. And JM, the thing is like, I I know like some bands and I get it they're like somewhat exhausted of playing songs that they've played a lot. I look forward to that starting every single time I've ever played it. Mm. I just love I love playing that song. There's I'm so glad to hear it. that. It's just I and that in Goshen like I played those songs thousands of times and I just never get It's not like that with all songs but I just I can't wait to play those songs live i just <laughs> it's like i'm psyched every time it happens up next we'll talk acting and the latest record but first gotta thank indigo indigo is hiring full-time coach operators right now put yourself in the driver's seat when it comes to launching your career indigo offers competitive pay outstanding benefits and the ability to make a difference in the community apply today at indigo.net now back to strand of oaks can you talk about what you were doing in LA earlier this year? Yeah, actually I can now. Yeah. I, it was kind of like this, this secret I, you know, I wanted to honor, but I have been cast in the television show Mayans MC. Really? And uh, yeah. So I, and my character's name appropriately enough is Hoosier in the show. So I, uh, <laughs> yes. Fantastic. Yeah, and I didn't name it. My, I've become very good friends with the show creator, Elgin James, and he's just a genius and he like sent me the script 
for the first episode and I saw my name and then decided to said Hoosier. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's my name. And that you is didn't, so cool. And you didn't look at that and think, is that a working title for my character? Or yeah. What? And, and not a lot of people outside of Indiana know what the heck a Hoosier is. <laughs> and um, it's been one of the most surreal and amazing experiences. Like I, I just was there last week filming, you know, like kind of wrapping up the season and uh, it's just been like, it's like I've been learning about like beginner's mind and it's, it's been really healthy to do something that scares the living daylights out of me. Like I'm, I'm, it's such a new world and I'm put in these positions on the show where I've got to like, if I don't do something right, there's an ex very expensive series of events that, that could go wrong. <laughs> And like, I, I keep, it seems like my character keeps in this situations where it's like, I've got to do this to, in order to trigger these series of events. And it's just like, it's trial by fire. And I, but the thing that's been amazing is I was uncharacteristically nervous the first day there. Like I, you know, Edward James almost is on the set, you know, like wow. people that are my heroes yeah. and the actors are so good on this show. And I walk in kind of nervous and it's like people sensed it and it's a family. Like it's a, you know, the show's about a motorcycle gang and a series of motorcycle gangs. And the show is kind of run like that. It's a family. Like, you know, people came and like, you know, like, they, you know, like La Familia, you know, like it's like this thing in there. And like, I was, I just felt like I was accepted into a new community of people that I, I, it's addictive you know like i just love every second of it and i it was you know a lot of work and a lot of learning and i i had like the best few months just kind of flying out there and getting to play action scenes and stuff it was unbelievable just unbelievable more acting to come in the future i i think so yeah i mean it's just like i i mean i look the way i look so it was pretty transferable to <laughs> biker gang right on yeah because the joke is i mean i love that show when it came out but i'd be traveling and i i just dress the way i do and for years it'd be like hey sons of anarchy sons of anarchy and now i'm like actually yeah i'm uh <laughs> i'm the sons of anarchy it's my new gig <laughs> wow so pretty wild how life works sometimes uh, the new record in heaven came out last year james eha on it man yes that's pretty sweet I just feel like I think I do things and it's tying back and it's not just, I'm not just trying to play up that we're two Hoosiers talking, but the thing I learned from like my dad and my mom and my family is you just approach everybody the same. And I, it's not like I'm not showing reverence for one of my heroes, but I'm just like, again, it's the same way reason why I wave at people. I'm like, Hey, I'm just going to ask James Zia to play on this track. Like, We'll see if it works. And then we did, <laughs> you know, it was like, I just, I feel like there's, you know, and I have a history of being a band and stuff, but I, I still am just like, what is life is very short and you just got to go for it sometimes. And if it, if he would have said, no, then that's fine. That's, you know, or not even written back. I'm like, yeah, it's totally understandable. But, you know, he it was very fun because we only asked him to do like a quick solo and he sent over, like he did synthesizer. He played xylophone. He sang like he did all of these things that we didn't even ask wow. for. And he just had such a fun time. And, 
yeah, we've talked the phone a few times. I got to hang out with him. He's just, he couldn't be nicer of a person. And it was, you know, that to me is the, that's the like ultimate win is when someone you really look up to also is great as also is a great human. <laughs> and it's just like, that is the best right there. Oh, fantastic. Uh, do you, do you wear the pumps on stage? You know what? That's a really relevant question for this upcoming tour. I, I have, uh, my ankles, if I, I had juvenile arthritis as a kid Yeah, yeah. and my ankles are still pretty rough from it. And I played, I think my last show ever in boots, uh, a week ago, a week or two ago. Oh yeah. So it'll be sneakers from here on out. Reebok so pumps, baby. Yep. I'm doing pumps on this tour because there's something about pumps that especially people around my age range, it brings a smile. How can you not smile when you're seeing <laughs> yeah. Reebok pumps? Like, I don't think anybody associates a bad memory with Reebok pumps. It's like <laughs> pumps. Yeah. Dominique Wilkins, D Brown. Like it just instantly makes you smile. <laughs> um, like, I'm smiling right now. even thinking about my pumps. <laughs> I'm glad to hear you're doing it on stage. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. No more boots. Cause my other job, I have to wear biker boots. So I got to differentiate the, the, <laughs> the two things in my life now are all going insane. Let's go for comfort and retro comfort. style, man. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. uh, Timothy Showalter, strand of Oaks. This has been so much fun. I really appreciate it. And, and thank you so much for supporting. Like I'm, I, you know, like we're all coming back and like live music is such a sustaining thing for all of our lives, but it, it all of this, it's like le relearning. And it just, any kind of support and all this means the world because I'm excited to be on the road again. I'm scared and nervous like we all are, but it's just like, I'm so thrilled to do this again and have, have this back in our lives and support like this just means the world. Well, and I feel like it's, and not to keep it going, but I feel like it's it, because this happened, you'll never take it for granted again. Never, never. You know? Like I, and I, and I loved it. From the get-go i love every second about it but this is it's turned into something like i want to live in the present more i, I want to be present on stage and look out and just be like this is what i get to do yeah tonight yeah. and there's nothing better thanks tim appreciate it thanks so much thank you i gotta have him back again sometime there's just no way around that what a nice freaking guy can we be friends tim can we Thank you for listening. This has been WTTS In Conversation. Subscribe to this podcast and find more at WTTSFM.com, where you can also stream us. You can hear me every weekday morning. Follow WTTS on socials at WTTSFM. And while you're there, I'm at Matt Pilser Radio. And we will be back with a fresh episode in a couple of weeks. We'll talk to you then.